Welcome to the Business of You podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Gogos. This podcast is dedicated to helping you uncover how to turn your big idea into big business and grow your personal brand into the business of your dreams. Each week, I'll talk to founders of all kinds of businesses, exploring how they launched and grew their companies. Behind every successful business is an epic journey, one that can serve as a roadmap to help you grow yours. The Business of You is all about frank conversations and unique business wisdom for the entrepreneur. It's a chance to tune into the story behind the brand and retrace the path of those who walked this road before you so you can pave your own road to success. Welcome to The Business of You. Hey there. Today's episode is part two featuring Sonia Hounsell and Joelle Flynn. Last week, we aired part one. Sonia and Joelle are the co-founders and co-CEOs of a company called Funk Off, which is a very innovative consumer product for your teeth. So think fresh breath and white teeth in a really easy to use manner. Joelle and Sonia have been on the Shark Tank. They are actually funded by one of the sharks. I'm not going to tell you which one, so you tune in. But most importantly, their story is super, super inspirational. They are women who are raising families and doing all the right things in business. And they also live across the country from one another. So if you're really curious to hear about business partnership um, and growing a consumer product company, I highly recommend you tune in. Plus, they're just a delight to listen to. Enjoy today's episode, part two of The Business of You. And part one was last week. So you can easily go to the show notes and click on the link for part one. So during that hour, there just you said there were four quarters, Joel. That's how you break it up in your mind. So in that the last two, it's just a lot of Q and A. Is that where most of the time goes? Because your pitch time seems like extremely tight. Looks like it's just two or three minutes. They do make there is a while it's our script we wrote it. There is a very strict um, you know timeline to how how long it can be, what you can and can't say, and you know think what you know you, you can't wear logos on your shirt. I mean it makes sense, right? You're not you can't other than your own. Um, so that was time, but there was still a lot of question and answer. In the first two quarters, everybody was polite, right? Everybody was asking questions. You know, what are your margins? They asked my background, Sonia's background, how many patents, those sort of things. And so it was all kind of niceties to, like Sonia said, to get to know our business. And so where the, where it turned was when like, you know, Mark came in with like a marketing thought that, you know, actually Robert, we didn't agree with how to market or how he was saying, no, you should do it this way. And Robert even stepped in and defended us and said, no, so then they started arguing. And then so what happened is like, I guess that's halftime, I guess, for me. And then I'm like, oh, funk, right? Um, yeah, we, need yeah. to get a deal. we need to we need to get a deal. And, you know, you don't want to cut somebody off or not answer a question, but they do ask at the same time. So you don't want to like piss one off. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Know? So that's where I'm like, that's when I that's when I got into business mode in my head of like, OK, we need we need to close this deal. So and then our answers got really um, I feel that, you know, very direct and like trying to get to that, to that deal part. Um, and, uh, and so it just, it turned from, you know, fun and games smile. So I'm sure I had a resting bitch face at some point. Cause I was just, I was in business mode at that point and I was like, boom, we need to get this. And so, you know, it's, uh, it, it, that's where it turned a little bit, but so 
Cause then you realize like, oh my gosh, we need, I would, we don't want to walk out of here without a deal. That's why we, we, we needed right. expertise and, and one of their expertise. And that's why we agreed to, you know, go in. Yeah. So. Was Lori on your show? Lori. So Lori was on our show. Um, Mark Cuban, uh, Lori and uh, Mr. Wonderful and Robert. And then the guest shark was Emma Greed. Uh, she owns um, Skims with one of the Kardashians. She's also owns Good, good Apparel, is it Good American Apparel. She, and the two ladies, I mean, between Emma and um, and Lori, they could not have been, I mean, Sonia, they could not have been, they were all supportive of what we were doing, but they, what was aired was how so supportive they were of female entrepreneurs and, and business owners. They got it and they were so complimentary, like overly complimentary of, of our backgrounds and our, our product and our patents and everything. It's, um, I wish that was shown a little bit more because they really, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's great to hear. When you were walking out, I'm sure you were both feeling kind of crushed, right? Until Robert, how, what, wh- how far down the path were you going back before Robert was like, Hey, come back. We were sort of halfway to the first door, I would say. Okay. Um, and, um, and, you know, it's, it's interesting because when we, when we turned around, I was disappointed, but I also knew that Joelle and I did, you know, we did our best and we, we represented Funk Off, you know, the, in the best possible light. And I really do believe that what we set out to um, achieve, we were going to achieve. So I knew turning around that, yes, it, you know, it would have been, um, nicer to have the deal, but I knew we were going to still crush it. Do you know what I mean? So um, I was disappointed, but I wasn't, you know, devastated. Um, but then I do have to say when he called us back and he started talking, I got really excited. <laughs> In fact, I got so excited that I started, I, I um, uh, expressed um, what looked like acquiescence to his deal when really it was just me getting excited. Um, so you'll see when you watch the clip, Rachel, I, um, he was uh, Robert was talking a lot about how great the product was and how we were going to build it together and how big the business was going to be. And I got so excited that I said yes to his, but it wasn't to his offer. And, but he thought it was because Joelle and I needed to talk. And in fact, what I was thinking was, yes, I love your ideas, but I was going to turn to her and say, okay, let's negotiate uh, or no, I guess, ask her if we should negotiate. Um, but he thought it was a yes to the, to the deal. So it, it got a little awkward because he was about to hug us. And anyway, I, I backed off. I said, wait a second, that Joelle and I looked at each other and, you know, we agreed and then we hugged him, but it was definitely a little awkward. It was, it's, we can laugh at it now. It was, it was, that, that was like, cause we were mentally done, right? I mean, our backs were turned, Rachel. I mean, it, they, 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 that has never happened. I mean, they've, they've actually gone after one person that's left the tank once, but so when they turned around and I'm, I'm physically, I'm tall, I'm a tall girl. So I'm actually facing Robert. He's on the end. So Sonia's kind of behind me. And now we're like, what's going on? Like now we're really blacked out, but now I'm focused on, I need to make a, we need to make a counter. We knew that we were going to like, we're going to make a counter. So as he's talking, I'm thinking counter, like what's he going to throw? Cause it's a pretty slow process of like, so I'm going to make a deal. And I'm like, okay, now I'm like, so I, she's physically behind me. So I don't see her and uh, Sonia. And, and so I'm like, that's where my mind was, was just like, make the counter, be the, you know, 
be the business moment and consult on the counter and, and do that. And so when he was like, this should be everywhere. This is a great product. And Sonny's like, yes, it should be. So I don't see her doing that, right? Until it's filmed. And so he was like, do we have a deal? And I'm like, what just happened? I don't know. And of course, you'll see out of my mouth, but it's like, I, I trust her implicitly. Of course we have a deal, Robert. So whatever, but, but it, we both were doing two different things in our heads and, and, but again, like a great team that worked itself out just, just great. And so we jumped out of his chair, we hugged and it was, and we took it. So it was fun. That's great. But we were in two different roads for sure. Both trying to get the, get the deal. Um, and right. we just were kind of in the moment, but it worked yeah. out. That's exciting. Yeah. Have you met his wife yet? We're hoping to soon. We're uh, like, Sonia, if you, I don't want to um, really, Kim is wonderful. I mean, she really, like Sonia said, is our, our perfect uh, working mom, you know, beautiful, smart, intelligent entrepreneur as well. Um, trying to work with her on some things um, because she gets us. And there's some articles, some fun articles about Kim written how she actually got the deal for Funk Off, not Rob, not Robert, a str- the strong woman in the, in the background of, you know, of life. So. I love that. That's that's really nice. Nice to hear. Yeah. All the support on the female side. I mean, it sounds like so much fun, but how are you two, especially as best friends, dividing your roles um, at this early stage of things? It's evolved. And I think with any founders in an organization, there's an evolution that happens. In the beginning, it was easier for us both to do everything. And it was important because we were in those beginning stages where there were a lot of critical evaluations, decisions, planning. And so we were really together on everything. Then as we've grown, you just don't have the time to do everything. You have to divide and conquer. Um, And uh, division of labor is actually a really powerful tool because you can't be all in on one on everything, right? So, I mean, obviously, with my background in, in marketing, I'm definitely taking the lead on the marketing, the social, the advertising, uh, the email, um, and Joelle, with her strength in uh, sales and entrepreneurship, is taking the lead on the sales and also the um, inventory management and, and making sure that we have supply. So we've, we've evolved into dividing and conquering more so, but at the same time, we really have to be uh, a unified force, which we are. And we talk a lot about priorities. In fact, weekly we meet and we talk about priorities and that helps make sure that we're on the same page, um, even though we've divided and conquered. Mm-hmm. Are you all working towards uh, a certain type of plan that you've made? I'm always curious to know how much an owner kind of sketches out projections and things like that. And I think then for you two, you probably had to adapt or change whatever you had if you had something created around projections and things like that. Uh, just seeing the impact of of that show airing, of the Shark Tank show airing. Yes. I mean, it's definitely a, a beautiful curveball to get, get thrown a, th- a three-week notice of airing for, for you're, you're going on, um, which has been tremendous for our company. Uh, no, no question. Um, as far as the plan, we've always, we've always had a plan and Sonny and I, we, we do laugh at this, but it's, it's a great expression. Like we always have a plan. Nothing ever goes as planned. Um, and it's great to have a plan until you get punched in the face. 
Um, I think it was Mike Tyson said that, and it's true. Uh, but we know we we adapt. You know, we we try to plan for all uncertainties. We try to how do you plan for Shark Tank? I mean, how do you how you know you're going to sell out in 12 minutes? We knew we were going to sell out, so we had a plan for that. We took pre, you know, we're still taking pre-orders um, today, so we plan. The, we've always had a plan. It just I think it gets more enhanced and more evolved. Just like um, we were saying earlier that you know. This is our this is our baby. It's it's very much a child. It's very much a, you know a, a, an evolving being. Our business Funk Off is so different products, different categories, um, different enhancements to here. So the numbers change uh, and the and the the vision grows, but the plan's the same. If that makes if that's the most vague way to say it, but um, but we we both work equally as hard, and we we are we are we work well together. It helps in that in that way. Oh, of course. How long does it typically take to bring a product to market from idea to so fully packaged and out there typically? Go ahead, Joel. No, uh, I'm sorry, you add on, but I mean, I can give you the timeline. Idea was 2010, raising three kids, working, you know, over here, doing this over here, and then, you know, filing patents, you know, we didn't launch until 2021. I mean, and, but it, a lot of patents along the way, a lot of child rearing along the way. I mean, it's a really hard thing. You know, it, it is real to to juggle motherhood and 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 family and and bringing a new product into marketplace without the budgets of you know Colgate or Crest, and so and a team. But Sonia, Sonia has worked on so many products that you can probably answer it from that angle. Yeah, I mean, it depends on resources, right? So. And even within big organizations, it's resources, but then it's also motivation around the effort. So there have been a number of products that I've worked on that came to market super quickly, like within a year. Um, but there's some products that I've worked on that it took, you know, five or six years, even within a big organization, because it wasn't a priority or there were changing priorities. So the organizational dynamics always come into play. So it, it, it varies. I think what we found with Funk Off was even when we got together and we started working on tooled prototypes that it took longer than we thought it was going to. And so I think that the, the bottom line for entrepreneurs that I would say is that whatever you think is going to take, you know, whatever time or money you think it's going to take, multiply that at least by two. <laughs> at least. Because yeah, yeah, or ten. Um, but it's definitely, um, definitely, things definitely don't go the way as the way you planned, and that's one of the reasons why you have to really pivot and um, to use another uh, a, another boxing metaphor. Um, you kind of bob and weave. Like that's what I feel like I'm doing. I'm constantly like because there's con you're constantly getting punches and you're constantly trying to move and move with what's happening because it's never going to be a straight line with what you want to get done. Yeah. So true. And entrepreneurship's like that too. So at, right. And then when it's your own thing, so add that on top of it. Exactly. How, what, what do you think Sonia from your experience is more important for a product to be successful? Is it the innovation of the product itself or the packaging and the branding and the marketing of it? Mm, that is a really good question. You know, I think the innovation is probably um, the most important thing to create the highest potential. 
But if you don't have all of those other things, like the packaging and the branding and the communication plan, it's not going to matter because you have to connect with your consumer and you have to make sure they understand the product and um, have that connection so that they want to use it and not just use it once, but reuse it. So innovation is almost like the, the step in the door. But then if you want to stay in the room, you've got to have all that other stuff wrapped around it, or it's not going to have the opportunity that you would want it to. And in your case, I know you have several patents, but what will be the plan if there are knockoffs or is that something you don't even plan for and you just, you know, manage it as it comes along? Two answers to that. We we expect to be knocked off. Uh, we were very surprised, actually, that China, of all, I mean, that's the first international patent we filed, that we actually got that patent saying nothing like this has ever been made before in China is, is pretty, pretty amazing. And um, so the first answer is, you know, you can put locks on the doors because you don't want someone to burglarize your house. But if they're going to break in, they're going to break in. Um, so we do expect it to happen. Um, the second answer is... Um, we have prepared for it. Um, and, and the way that we, you know, Sarah Blakely started Spanx, um, as you know, and so she filed her very first patent herself. Um, you know, she, she cut off pantyhose and, and, you know, made a new lane, um, not girdle, not pantyhose, it's Spanx. And so, um, you know, I do want to say we've made our own lane where actually we made an intersection between beauty and oral care that didn't exist before. Um, but she I read it in an interview a long time ago. She spent she decided long like day one that she's not going to go to court to fight people that have knocked knocked her off. She's just going to really build her own brand and spend time and the money, and the resources building and establishing a customer base that's loyal. And, and she certainly has. I mean, yeah. So true. I would just add that actually that's the power of the brand around the product because somebody could create a similar device, but no one is going to take away our brand and what we stand for. And I think what we've done and we've got a head start on um, is a, a, a customer base that likes, you know, likes our product and, and really is really connected with us, um, which was one of the surprising things. And, you know, we're hundred percent women owned and that's very powerful these days. And it, these are the kinds of pieces of your business that really make a difference to consumers. We are all about um, being as natural and as sustainable as we possibly can, which is also powerful and we give back. We give back to organizations that are important to us and, and that people connect with. So all of that wrapped together helps create some protection around it as well. And, um, and you know, that's, that's the really fun stuff that I love working on. Yeah, so true. I recently read a study that was conducted around the U.S. and it, it shared that more than ever, um, people in their 30s, 40s, 50s and higher are paying much more attention to the CEO of a company and their personal brand before supporting, you know, purchasing a product or service for from them, even of large companies, which I think is so fascinating, but also, you know, supports what you just shared, Sonia, is that you're feeling a lot of support around 
the two of you and what you're creating. How are you feeling that? Are people just sending comments through social media and, and things like that? Social media, emails, and, and it's been amazing the positive feedback we've gotten in emails and social media. Um, but also just the access to opportunities in terms of um, connecting with retailers or um, applying for grants or applying for resources. There are very specific programs for women, which are amazing, women and minorities. And um, having access to that is amazing. I, you know, 20 or 30 years ago, a female entrepreneur was so much at a disadvantage. Whereas today, I think we're really lucky and both Joelle and I have daughters and I really am, am hopeful that in, you know, another 10 to 20 years when our daughters potentially might be entrepreneurs, that it's going to be even exponentially better because um, that's part of the reason why Joelle and I do this. It's, it's, you know, it's for, it's for our kids. It's to be role models. It's to, it's to help continue to break some of those barriers that have been breaking ever since we were young, but still have a ways to go. I'll add to that too. Part of it is the social comments as well. Like we both have, I have two daughters and a son. Sonia has a, a daughter and a son. And we just, we do want them all to be able to walk into a place and apply for the same job, get paid the same way and get treated the same way and have, you know, the same role models, men and women, and, um, you know, just equal really. Um, but a lot of, uh, the social the comments do come socially, but I do want to say, we you know, we've done, we do, um, trade shows with a lot of wholesalers. We're in uh, 70 locations in like 40 States. Um, we kind of say wholesale, wholesale found us. Cause we were always, you know, DDC, uh, working on our Amazon and our website and, and getting our social and, um, and uh, and the shop owners for these boutiques, these spas, dentist dental offices, you know, we're in an airport in Nantucket and the owner of that shop, like that's where the feedback also comes. They, they, they pull us into their world and their family. And when we see them again at the next trade show, they're like, oh my gosh, and they'd love to tell our story. And they feel like we call it being part of our funk off family. And it's something we created that we want for ourselves as well. So as Sonia says, we really, you know, it is branding and marketing. We want to be, you know, certified women-owned. We want to be 100% natural. And we want to, we truly want to bring products that we want to buy that, like you, I do want to know the CEO. I want to make sure that it's a diversified company. I want to make sure that there's actually, you know, a Joelle and Sonia behind. Um, but I have to say, like, these 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 shops and these boutiques, these small businesses across the country, like, so. It is the backbone of our country. And, and a lot of them are female run, um, these boutiques and, and spas. And so I, you just feel like you're in this like this wholesale community, but also then we have the social community where you just see people commenting like, this is the best thing ever. And we don't even know that person. We're like, this is so great. <laughs> the reviews that come in have been, it's, it's just a testament to when, you know, those days when we feel like we've gotten punched in the face and knocked down, like, how are we going to go on? What's going on tomorrow? And you have these people come, you know, these wonderful customers and funk off family. Send right. emails and, and it's, it's really, it picks you back up again to keep going. Yeah, I bet. It does. I bet. Yeah. Where are you manufacturing this product? It is made in the USA. Um, we, uh, in, in, we have a formulator that's here and it's all packaged and, and uh, everything's it's made in the USA. Excellent. That's great. Yeah. Yep. The two of you together really have such a breadth of skills. What do you think your first hire, what will you be looking for in your first hire? <laughs> oh, this is a really good question. Um, 
I think a clone of Joelle and I. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to wait and see how, see how I paused. I'm just going to see how she's going to answer it. Because I would say that I would, it would be sales and marketing. Someone to take, you know, let us get out there and, and kind of be a clone. That's, a, that's the perfect answer. Because we we want to be face-to-face with everybody. And, and I, I, I we really want to do that. And, 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 and yeah, clone. That's a great answer. I like it. I'm stealing it for, for the future. A clone of us. Yes. But but in all in all seriousness too, I, I do think um, it, ideally what Joelle and I would like to and should be focused on as co CEOs is the vision and achieving that and setting the strategy and figuring out how to achieve that going forward. We do need help with operational uh, execution as well as sales and marketing and. You know, ideally, we would bring on a couple of people to fill in those roles, and we, we, you know, we're hopeful that we'll we'll be able to do that soon. Um, we are having a lot of fun together, though, and in fact, we um, we have this other little saying that works out really nicely because Joelle and I have very differing perspectives because of our differing backgrounds, and it's so great because we usually come at things from such different directions, and then. We come together, we talk about it, we discuss it. And then usually what happens is there's this third head, we call it. The third head is where we net out. And it's an amazing thing because it really is this power of the synergies between the two of us. And then the third head appears. And and that's kind of what Funk Off is and kind of what we're doing every day, day in and day out. Um, So eventually we'll have more people to contribute to our third head. but. For now, it's Joelle and I and our third head. <laughs> That's good. What advice would you give to people who are who have product ideas in their mind? What do you think the next two or three steps are that they should take mm. um, before investing financially, you know, significantly heavily to bring that product forward? Uh, I'll start. At, um, Google the crap out of it to make sure it's not out there. Um, I mean, not everybody can hire, we have an amazing patent attorney that's been with us, gosh, in his firm since 2011. He's amazing, but it does cost money. I mean, that's a resource, right? So you you use it wisely, but if you don't have that, you can do a patent search yourself on uh, uspto.org. I think it is maybe not.com. And you can actually do a patent search on, on what you're looking at. Google has a patent search as well, but you definitely want to make sure that you're not that it's nothing like it on the market because if it's something's remotely like it on the market, you, you can spend all the money you want on it, but they're going to probably come sue you. <laughs> so, so that I would say start there. Um, and then maybe just the second thing is uh, once you find out that's not happening, you know, talk through and flush it through with your family and your friends. Is this something you would use? Is this something you would need? Or, or you know, and, and just kind of scope out the landscape of, of the need for the product. Um, but Sonia, you should probably add on to that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think there's, I think there's three important steps that um, include what Joelle was talking about. One is, you know, in the industry, what we call market research, which can be fancy, expensive studies. Um, but it, it, you really do want to ask people what they think. And I would say even more than friends and family, because friends and family tend to, you know, tell you more of what you want to hear. So talk to people that aren't necessarily going to give you you know, the answer you want to hear and really pressure test the idea. Um, And then competitively, make sure you understand what else is out there. 
And there are a lot of products out there. So do a very extensive search to understand not only what's out there, but what kind of features and benefits they provide and make sure that you're differentiated because back to our earlier point about innovation you want to be differentiated because without that differentiation you're you know you're at a disadvantage and then i think the last thing which the internet is also amazingly powerful for now is figuring out how you can how you can make it and can you make it in a way that's economical because that's the other piece like you know there's a lot of things you can do and a lot of things you can sell um, but you got to make sure you're, you're going to make money off of them. And, um, and, and those are, I think, so easily um, attainable because of the Internet now, thank goodness. But, yeah, I would say market research, competitive research, and then, you know, supply assessment. Yeah, I'll add one more thing to that just because of the, you know, I, I really I do listen to, to podcasts. And this is like I, I, I'm a sponge. And so is Sonia for like researching and asking colleagues, business colleagues and other, you know, just that have gotten us to this point have been a big support system, but just walking in and getting a consultation with a designer, like, you know, when I walked in with, with this and they're usually free for product designers that, you know, they, they kind of know what's out there. They can kind of walk you through the manufacturing process a little bit so you can learn about it. I mean, I'm certainly not in oral care, but I am now, <laughs> you know, you just learn you, a sponge. So those are free things to do. And, and there's a lovely, um, you know, women's business development council, and uh, there's other, you know, resources that are in uh, across the country that are, you know, supporting women entrepreneurs that are free services and free seminars. And um, that's helpful too. We learn, we learn from all different areas, right? I mean, but there's uh, walk into a product design and ask for a free consultation. I mean, it, yeah. they do offer them. And it helped. Yeah, that's great advice. Very great. Excellent advice. Ladies, it's been such a pleasure getting to know you both better and learning more about your product. Uh, where is the best place for people to learn about you both individually and, and of course, um, order their products? Absolutely. Uh, funk off. There's two K's and two F's. Uh, so F-U-N-K-K-O-F-F. There's two of us. And so that's easy to remember uh, our website. Um, and for personally, I would say LinkedIn. Um, we're, we're always open to connections there. We make them all the time on our own business front. Um, and so, uh, so I would say personally for us, LinkedIn, reach out. Let us know you heard this wonderful interview and, uh, and, but uh, no, I think those were the two, but Sonia, please add, we have. Yeah, no, that's great. And this has been so much fun, Rachel. You're so easy to talk to. This has been so fun. Oh, thank you. We'll have a great rest of your day. Thanks for being on. Rachel, thank you so much. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Business of You. If you found a little dose of inspiration or learned something new, please leave a review and share it with a friend or even two. Interested in building your brand and business? Tune in next time to the Business of You podcast. And remember, there's only one you. You're the biggest differentiator your business has. Until next time, friends.